Chagiga of Chav Beis Amud Aleph Shin Number One. We're twenty-five lines from the bottom. We just discussed the different the difference between Rav Ilah and Rava as to why one is not allowed to immerse one vessel inside of another in another vessel for Kodesh, like our Mishnah said. Rav Ilah said it's because of Chatzitza, and Rava says we're worried about a person uh, using a an outer kli with her, which has a very small lip and then immersing small things inside it. It'll be ineffective. So the, the difference between the two opinions we said was if one was uh, immersing one vessel inside of another vessel, which was a, a big basket or a big strainer, according to, Abaya, uh, according to Rava, it would be uh, totally fine, but according to Rav Ilah, it would be a problem. Vaha, says the Gemara, Vaha de Rava ud Rav Ilah, Tanaihi. This is, their opinions are actually echoing um, opinions in the Tanaim. The sun is, it says in a brisa, salva gargusni, a basket or a large strainer, shemilan kalim vehidbilan, that you fill with vessels and then you mikvah the whole bunch. Bein the kodesh, bein the truma tahirin. Tanakama tells us that whether it's for kodesh or whether it's for truma, it is totally okay. That will obviously be the opinion of Rava. Abashol oimer, because you're using a big basket where there's no concern of using small lipped kalim. Abashol Oimah, Abashol says no, le truma, it's okay, aval loy le kodesh, but one cannot do this for kodesh, this is obviously because he holds like Rabbi Elah that it's a problem because of chatzitza, and therefore the problem exists no matter what type of outer kli you're using, even if it's a basket or a large strainer. Now, regardless of what the reason for this gazera is, the Gemara asks, Ihachi, if so, that there is a problem immersing one kli in another kli, truma nami. We should also make the stringency apply for truma, not just for kodesh, like our, Mish- like our Mishnah says. Says the Gemara, Laman Kamrinan. It says like this, who are we going to tell to be careful in this regard? This whole Mishnah is for chaveirim, is for very educated people, very scrupulous people, and chaveirim made a The chaveirim know all the laws of immersion, so therefore there's no reason to tell them to be strict when it comes to truma. Says the Gemara, if so, then if they know all the laws, then why are we telling them, telling them to be strict by Kodesh? Says the Gemara, because an Amaaretz, an uneducated person, might see the Chaver, the, the, the educated person doing it, and he might go and do the same thing as him and make a mistake, and then it'll cause problems with his Truma, uh, with his Kodesh. Says the Gemara, Trumanami. So then if that's the concern, then we should also apply the stringency by truma. Why? Because chazilei ama'aretz for azumatbil. Because ama'aretz might see a chaver doing these types of things with truma, and he'll go and do the exact same thing. So again, we're back to square one. Why does this gazera only apply by kodesh, but not by truma? Says the gemara, loy mekabalin and minayhu. Because the reason why we don't need to worry about this by truma is because a, a, a sensible person isn't going to accept truma from an Amaaretz. So the worst thing that can happen is that Amaaretz is going to be messing up in his purification processes. But either way, a, a, an, a, an educated person won't accept truma from them. Says the Gemara, Kodesh namilo nakbil minayhu. He says, but then also by Kodesh, an educated person won't accept any Kodesh from an Amaharetz. So therefore, again, why are we strict by Kodesh and not by Truma? Says the Gemara, Havila Eva. says, no, because if we don't accept Kodesh from an Amaharetz, there's going to be enmity between the two people. Says the Gemara, but if that's the case, Truma nami Havila Eva. Then even if we, then if we don't accept Truma from a person, from an Amaharetz, that'll also create enmity. So why are we worried about creating a rift through, uh, through, uh, or rather, through Kodesh, but not worrying about creating a rift 
through refusing to uh, truma from people. Says the Gemara, He says, it doesn't make a difference because if a person refuses to accept truma from a person, the Ozil Yoiv Leila Koin Amaaretz, he'll just go and give that truma to another Koin who's also uneducated. So therefore, he'll definitely be able to find somebody to pass his truma, truma off onto. Right? So it's not going to create enmity if the Koyen, the, 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 the educated Koyen, refuses truma from an, an Amaaretz. Because that Amaaretz can go find a Koyen who's an Amaaretz and give it to him. However, if, uh, if a person would refuse Koydesh, right, something to be used in, in Korbanus or for the Paraduma, then it would create enmity because he has nowhere else to go. So there's no issue there. He'll just go to give his, uh, give the, his truma to his friend who's an Amaaretz. Now, the Gemara asks, Who is the Tanaic opinion who's worried for enmity between the, uh, the, the, these, these people, between these sects in Klal Yisrael? So it says Rabbi Yossi here. It obviously has to be the opinion of Rabbi Yossi. Desanya, as it says in a brayso, Amr Rabbi Yossi, mipnei ma hakom neeman in altaros yain v'shemin kol yemei sashana. Why are why is everyone, even an Amaretz, believed over the uh, uh, over the tahara, the purity of his wine and oil throughout the entire year? Why is that? Kedei shaloye kol echad ve'echad hoylechu boine bama la'atzmoi v'serv paraduma la'atzmoi, so that. Everyone doesn't go and build his own private mizbeach, his private altar, and offer up his own korbanus, or go and burn his own paraduma for purification. The rationale is, is in these procedures, if we would refuse an Amaaretz, uh, uh, let's say, uh, Kodesh, because we're worried about how he was uh, purifying the vessels and all the rest of it, then they, they have nowhere else to go. They'll feel de- dejected from the Mishkan or from the Beis HaMikdash, and they'll go off to their own backyard and start doing their own korbanas and doing their own paraduma procedures, which would obviously be um, unacceptable. So because of that, like Rabbi Yossi says, we're worried for this enmity between the two sects in Klal Yisrael, so that's why we would believe them that their wine and oil is pure. So Amar Rav Papa, Rav Papa said, Command sahadusa Who are we going like nowadays that we accept testimony from an Amaaretz? Normally one wouldn't, but nowadays we do. Says the Gemara, Command. Who are we going like? Rabbi Yossi. It's obviously we're, obvious that we're going like Rabbi Yossi because he's worried about creating antagonism and schisms in Klal Yisrael. And so therefore we uh, can relax certain laws to avoid um, enmity between these, two, these people. So at this point, the Mishnah has told us that we're not worried about an Amaharetz uh, Kalim for Truma, but we are worried about um, the Kalim for Kodesh, because we're worried that if the, if the Haverim are a little bit lenient with regards to preparation for Kodesh, the Amaharetz might learn from them. But again, whatever the Amaharetz does for Truma, we're not really worried. The Gemara says, Why aren't we worried for borrowing? In other words, why aren't we worried, now that we've been lenient, and that the Chaveirim can be lenient when it comes to Truma, and therefore even if the Amaaretz follows suit and makes mistakes with his purity for Truma, it's not really going to be a problem because we know that the Chaveirim do not accept Truma from Amaaretz. But why aren't we worried that maybe they'll come and borrow vessels from the Amaaretz? Now that we've said that we're not really worried about the purity of the kalim of the Amaharetz, 
it's going to be a problem if we find a source that tells us that there are situations where chaverim borrow vessels from an Amaaretz. And that's what we're going to bring in a Mishnah. We're going to bring in a Mishnah situation where we see that chaverim do in fact borrow vessels from Amaaretz. If that's the case, we should be very worried that they are learning bad behavior from the chaverim and making wrong assumptions and mistakes, thereby rendering their vessels impure, and that'll be a big problem when the, when the Chaver borrows the Kli from the Amaaretz. Disnan, as it says in the Mishnah, Kleicheres Matzil al Hakol, that if, let's say there's a, a, a dead body inside of a building, and inside of a room, and you've got certain things inside of an earthenware Kli, that earthenware Kli is going to protect every single thing inside of it from contracting Tumah. Divri Beishelo. That's the opinion of Beishelo. Beishamai Omrim. However, Beishamai say, no, it's only going to protect certain things inside of it. Enu matzil ela al oichlim ve'al hamashkim ve'al kleicheres. Only if that which is inside of the earthenware kli is either food or drink or another earthenware kli, then it's protected from the outer earthenware kli. But any other type of thing inside this kli is, is susceptible to tumah. So Beishelel have a problem with Beishelel, and they ask them, Why? Why is there a difference between these three things and anything else which is inside an earthenware kli? So Amru Beishelel, Beishelel explain, and they say, Because the earthenware kli vessel could become tome through an, um, through an amha'aretz, through uh, coming into contact with an amha'aretz, and if that's the case, it shouldn't protect that which is inside it. And uh, uh, an impure kli is, uh, is not act, it cannot serve as a separation, a protection from, t- uh, from Tumah. So Beis Hillel asked the obvious question back. But Beis Shammai, you've just told us that it does protect. It does protect the food and the drink that's inside of it. So how come it works half? So Beis Shammai say back to Beis Hila, they say, That that we said that the food and drink inside of this earthenware kli, are, they remain pure, that was only la'atzmoi, that was only for the Amha'aretz himself, tiharnu. We only purified it for the Amha'aretz himself. Aval netar esakli, but should we then also purify the vessels inside this, uh, this earthenware kli, this earthenware vessel? That's relevant to him and to you. In other words, Beishamai are saying that if this, this earthenware kli has food and drink inside of it, it's not a problem. We can tell the guy that it's okay. Because since he's an Amaaretz, he's not going to be so careful anyway, and he can eat the food and drink which is inside of it. However, if we, and, and what's going to happen? Is he going to give it to a, a, an educated person? No, no educated person would accept this food and drink from him. However, if we start um, rendering the vessels inside of this earthenware kli to be pure, then he might come and lend those vessels to a chaver, an educated person, and that will be a problem. So just to summarize this part of the Gemara, although we haven't articulated the question fully yet, we are basically saying like this, is the reason why this, uh, this whole uh, immersion stringency applies by Kodesh but not by Truma is because by Truma, we can, even, if we, even if we are concerned that the person's uh, 
stuff is, is truma is, uh, is impure, a chaver will never accept truma from an ama'aretz. Whereas by Kodesh, we can't reject them because we're worried that they're gonna, it's going to create a schism in, uh, in Klal Yisrael. So therefore we have to be, even the chaverim have to be very machmir in their preparation of Kodesh. But now what, what Beishama has alerted us to is a problem because we're seeing that it's not just the food. That, it's, it's very good. We can reject the food uh, truma from an Amaaretz. And he can go along and give it to some Kohen Amaaretz. However, we see that Beis has told us that there are cases where we, we borrow, where Chaverim borrow vessels from an Amaaretz. And now, we're, now we've got a problem. Because if this Amaaretz is looking at the way that the Chaver is doing things for Truma, and the Chaver is being a little bit lenient, then the Amaaretz might come to make big mistakes when he's purifying his vessels for Truma. And then when a, when a, when a Chaver comes, as we're seeing, and borrows the Kli from an Amaaretz, we should be concerned that he's borrowing impure vessels. And therefore, we're back to square one. Really, this Chumrah, this stringency should apply both for Kodesh and also for Truma.